Hello guys and welcome back to Anything Goes with Sanaya and Leah. Um, it is episode three now um, so we're really getting into the swing of things um, and excited for another podcast, another Monday and another week on prep for me. <laughs> Fun times. <laughs> How's it going? It's going well. Um, I say well, I'm only like three maybe four pounds down which is a little bit frustrating but like visually like like visually I genuinely do see like I can feel like yeah. like I can feel it visually um but it's it's one of those things like I'm this is the same as last year like the start it's like oh what are we doing like my body's like what are we doing we're dieting nah we're not dieting no no <laughs> and then as soon as it realizes it's dieting yeah. I can't stop losing weight yeah. but it's initially for me it's a little bit of a head fuck because it's like yeah. I want to I want to be losing all this weight like I want yeah. to be losing like 10 pounds in three weeks like that's just how I am and yeah. Yeah. I feel like when you're in a prep anyway or any diet phase like no matter how much you lose you want to be able to have lost more but mm-hmm you're just gonna we're just taking it I'm finding it easy still like yeah yeah. down but it's not really that low my cardio is at 40 minutes every day now um which was tough to get used to for the first two days and now I'm just because I've got work like I've got loads of social media to do I've got sex to get back to I'm watching a series like I do gen like today for example all I did was work 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 and I was like 40 minutes holy shit that was quick yeah. um so yeah at the moment loads of energy feeling really good I'm at that point where I'm like a lot of the water retention is probably gone yeah. um, and I'm starting to like feel really like confident in myself like because my stomach goes straight away yeah. I went into um ultimate fitness because that's where I have my studio and they literally every person that worked there who came in was like oh your face like you dieting and I was like yeah they're like yeah I did think you could see it a bit actually you know when you put I think you were training in like a crop t-shirt or you put something on your Instagram and I did look and think oh yeah you look you can see it a little bit yeah my face and my stomach and my my, it goes like face stomach arms they go the first and it's it's good and it's bad it's bad for the face because I look (laughs) very quickly like my face now I really like it I feel like if I was to ever stop bodybuilding this is probably the composition that I genuinely probably would love to stay at and maybe a little bit leaner um but I any further my face no no I live in Coventry so crackheads are normal here not oh good. god how's your diet going how many weeks are you in now is is it not I'm, your last I'm nearly done yeah I was gonna say it's your it's like one of your final weeks right yeah I've done on Friday nice so yeah to be fair I've been the same so I was actually talking to Dan in my check-in uh, when I checked in on Friday and he was saying it's actually a really good thing we've done this because it's probably shown that I'm probably not quite ready to prep yet in terms of like how my body has responded because I've lost like I lost like six pounds in the first week and then it's literally come up and down and up and down and literally hasn't changed for like the last five weeks so I'm literally like I think I'm a pound a pound and a half lighter now than I was at the end of the first week of the fat loss phase do you look relatively better or I definitely look leaner I think in my photos um so it's just the weight's not reflected but I still haven't progressed as like quickly as I expected but I think when I would go back to my last prep I'd done hand compete for three years so I was obviously in a very very good place because I'd just built food up done a couple of like mini cut type things but then when I think about it like I I didn't get my cycle back to like October last year so really I've only had a regular period for like three months before I started dieting again so I just think I, I haven't really had enough time yeah how did you find because obviously you did the British finals when I competed yeah you competed soon after that how did you how did you find the second bit of prep was that hard to lose weight yeah. was it really so hard? no my body actually responded pretty well then to be honest um but yeah that was literally two back-to-back preps and in between that I think I just got my period back before I started prep again but my I was fine then it was hard mentally I think to go from finishing prep to having like 
two months off and then going back into prep again that was really really hard like I remember saying to her I was like I literally can't do this I'm gonna have to stop prep but then once you find your feet with it you're okay so I was okay then like my body responded really well like all good um but yeah it's just this time around so I, I think... remember it's a mini cut as well like yeah. and you... it came in six weeks so it's not loads of time to lose a load of weight either I I find like I always find like mini cuts a lot harder like as well yeah mentally um, as well I think yeah like just because it's so aggressive and like yeah. especially when you've done a prep like yeah. you know what a diet can kind of result in but yeah. that's not the goal with a mini cut you're just there to either get your appetite back or to just yeah. kind of like to reel things back in a little bit so you can push up a bit more but like it's like I, f- I always find mini cuts a little bit more difficult um just struggling with them a lot more yeah but um I'm excited to get my feedback up now so that's what you wanted that it was mainly appetite yeah it was mainly appetite and just like I think I was just getting a bit slack with getting meals in and stuff like that so I think it's just really like driven me forward to be like right I need to just be like on this now for the rest of the off season so it's it's good in that way and I am like half a stone lighter so I I mean it probably would have been half stone in the other direction if I'd have just carried on so I guess it's like it's done its job hasn't it well, it's got your appetite back and now you're ready. So yes, you've yes. got that further bit on to push. So that's good. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So a good little update on both of us there. Leah is going to be eating loads more food whilst I will still be decreasing. <laughs> um, but it's, um... all, it's all well and good. So we obviously did the podcast last week and we had questions. So we thought because we had some left over, we thought, why not? do the same this week guys um and also ask a few like put another question box up for you guys who maybe missed out on it last week and we definitely got some decent (laughs) like last week I had awful questions you guys asked me some shit questions like I it probably wasn't even you guys it was probably Instagram bots or whatever but this time I've actually got decent questions so I feel like I actually contribute now so we're basically a lot to be fair haven't we yeah, and we're definitely going, there's definitely a question for you, like we're going to be quite brief with the questions because we want to be able to give you kind of like staple answers for this podcast. But there are definitely certain topics that we have a little bit more of a passion about and we feel like we would love to educate you guys a little bit more about it Um, that we'll probably do like separate podcasts for. So if there's any question, you know, where you think we've been almost too brief and you want to know more about then definitely let us know, give us a message on Instagram or whatever. And we'll happily, you know, see if we can do like, do that for you, essentially. Full brief breakdown. Yeah, a a full in-depth one. So should we start with maybe like, should we start with that, um, a funny question just to kind of... The first one that I just read a minute ago. Yeah, do that one. This is disgusting. Just because it, just because it's, just because it it will make (laughs) you guys think because you'll go... Well, actually, what what would I do? Because I've been thinking about this all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you ready for this? <laughs> would you rather eat a chocolate flavored poo or a poo flavored chocolate? A chocolate flavored poo, or yeah. I have to like in my head envision it. So it's actually yeah. chocolate, but it's flavored poo. Yes. So it's actually chocolate, but it's flavored like poo, or it's actually a poo but it's flavoured like chocolate. I would probably eat the shit that tastes nice. But oh, I know it sounds gross. It's gross. I know it's gross, but... Well, you wouldn't know when you're eating it if it tastes like chocolate. But yeah, I said, yeah. I was talking to Will about this, and I said, what about the texture, though? Would that be like chocolate? But then that just put me off, and I was like, no, I would definitely... No, because you know, like, um, rabbit poo, they're like pellets, aren't they? They're hard. Oh god, I feel like if, we, if we're if we're talking specifics, human poo, I'd rather taste shit because I'm not eating. Oh, I actually my stomach is actually human a bit. I think I just I think a bit of sick it just came from my mouth. <laughs> but if it was rabbit poo, I'd totally eat poo that tastes like chocolate. Do you know what I mean? Like it's different. Yeah. No, I think I agree. I was thinking like he like shit. Yeah. It depends what type of poo. If we're talking wet diarrhea, then no. Oh, don't. I've got, I'm so queasy, honestly. Like, <laughs> so easily. Okay, right. We'll move on. We'll move on. Okay. <laughs> 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 Imagine. 
whilst Leo just projectile vomits all over the screen. That would that would get some serious views. Okie dokie. So now let's go on to some some questions. So um, where did the other ones go? So let's start with an easy one. Okay. When is the best time to start looking for bikinis? So I'm assuming what they mean by that is basically ordering their bikini or, you yeah. know, getting a rental one. What would you say? So when I've spoken to like bikini um like the people I've got bikinis off before um they've said that the latest really that you need to be kind of ordered and like submitted is um I think it was around the 12 week out mark but I always I always think better to get it sorted early because the thing is right you can pay for your bikini you can kind of at least put your foot in the door with like you know speaking to someone putting down a deposit and then at least you know you've definitely got a bikini because the thing is is you don't necessarily have to pay for the whole thing at the start you know you can you can kind of come to the color and whatever later down the line but I would probably say at the start of your prep like personally for me probably when I start prep I would reach out and be like hey I'm looking to get a bikini um and then go through like colors and stuff because they'll get your measurements much closer to your show day so you don't have to worry about waiting until you're ready because they'll they'll get less measurements literally I think mine got to like four weeks before my show um so I, I just think start your prep like put your deposit down get your foot in the door and then at least you know you've got a bikini because the last thing you want is to be stressing about finding a bikini when you're like six weeks out this is it and also girls don't get stressed about like you know taking your measurements at like four like weeks out like the way that bikini workers basically work is that they'll have like slots on how many bikinis they can fit in the month and then that's why you pay the deposit because you'll take that slot so they know so when they take it four weeks out like they know like they know what shows for they know when you need your bikini so don't be stressing out about when your bikini's going to arrive because nine times out of ten because I find a lot of because I was like this I was like oh my god like I'm three weeks out and I don't have my bikini you don't need your bikini yet um so like it's one of those things where it's like don't stress a lot of the time if something does go wrong with the bikini as well you you can literally send it first class and then you could get it within the week so do not worry like don't stress about too much but I'd literally say the same as you the sooner you can pay the deposit the better the sooner you can pick your slot on that month the better um and then when it comes to measurements and stuff your your bikini person will know everything like yeah so many times so I wouldn't As long as you've got your foot in the door, like towards the start of prep, you're all you're all good. And you know what? You can always grab a bikini. Like I actually lent my bikini out um last year, both of my figure suits to someone that jumped in a figure show, like one of my friends that jumped in a figure show last minute. So there's so many people out there. If you put a message out on Instagram, there'll be someone out there if you're really desperate that can lend you a bikini. And there's also rental bikinis and stuff like that as well. Yeah. You can literally do like <clears throat> best case scenario. It's not yeah. It's not, it's not the worst thing, but obviously it is our costume. So of course I can understand the stress because I have to do the stress. Yeah. But let's go on to your question. What have you got? Okay. I'll do a serious one as well. And then, or shall I do a funny one? I've got quite a few funny ones. Do whatever. Okay. I'll do a serious one. Um, Tips for first time doing a shoot, which I feel like we could definitely do a whole episode on. So maybe, maybe let's do like two tips each to keep it brief. What do they mean though? Like within the diet or on shoot day? I think just generally, like if someone's at first shoot, like what advice generally would you give? Maybe do one for their preparation and one for the day. You go first. Okay. So I guess my my tip for their shoot prep, I'm going to take this from like an advanced like lifestyle perspective type thing. So my advice for the prep would be make sure your actions align with the results that you want. Because for example, if you are wanting to like get really lean and, you know, do a shoot from that perspective, you obviously need to make sure you're treating it like a strict type prep thing. If you're wanting to like really push yourself. But for example, I've had girls that do it just from a confidence perspective to like do a shoot and enjoy it. And you don't necessarily need to diet for a shoot, in which case you can probably be a bit more flexible with your approach towards it. So I think the last thing you want is to get to your shoot and not feel the way that you wanted to feel. So I think it's just really important to align, you know, how do you, how do you see yourself on that shoot day? 
whether that be dieted or not dieted, it doesn't really matter, but just making sure that you are acting in alignment with that, you know, that goal that you have. Yeah, because I think sometimes, you know, I've had it in the past where a client, for example, has done a shoot and they've been like, oh, I really wanted to be leaner, but they were going out and eating out every single weekend and, you know, not not kind of factoring it in. So I think it's just making sure you're in alignment with, you know, how how you want to feel on that day you see yourself that's probably the biggest thing that's yeah no I mean for me like I have never prepped someone to do I've never prepped someone to begin with like I'm not a, an online coach but I think what my advice for the shoot would be is figure out what type like it's very similar to yours figure out what type of shoot you want to do do you want to do one that's sexy? Do you want to do yeah. one that's in lingerie? Do you want to do one that's at the gym? Regardless of which one you want to do, do one that makes, if it's your first shoot, do something that makes you feel empowered, but you're also comfortable with. Also choose a photographer that maybe you have spoken to before, someone you know has gone to them before, just so that you know that you can feel comfortable that they're taking photos of you and that maybe the if you've gotten to know them prior to your shoot, you'll be less nervous because yeah, everyone gets nervous for a shoot and and buy something maybe to like, you know, get that confidence. You know, like we all know when we all spend a lot of money on like makeup, hair and a good outfit, we feel great yeah. about ourselves and our confidence is so high. Maybe save up to do that for your shoot so that essentially you have that confidence and you know you're doing the shoot that you want to do so that you can almost say to yourself I've done that and that really did boost my confidence because regardless of whether you did it to be lean or you did it for confidence like we all do a shoot to kind of commemorate yes you know how we are and who we are and you know the achievements you've made and stuff like that so fully send it if you that's that's, in in a weird way that's what I would do like don't just kind of like just do it and like I don't know get your old knickers or your old gym game actually like invest into the shoot as well don't just invest into kind of like just the you know just the bits behind it does that make sense like I hope yeah yeah a hundred percent and I also agree like with the makeup like if you can get your makeup done get your makeup done like get a tan like get your nails done because the more confident you feel on the day it'll show and I just think if you feel incredible and you know you're all like glammed up and you know get your outfit sorted early because order what this is what I said to all my girls like order loads of stuff get it on Klarna and then just send it back, right? If it doesn't fit or you don't like it, but do it early because the last thing you want is to be stressing a week before you shoot. Being like, oh my God, I don't have anything I feel comfortable with. So just order loads of stuff and find like what you feel really good in. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I'm trying to think if there's like something that maybe I would have as like kind of like the dieting, but you kind of said everything that I would recommend because with with photo shoots, there is there's so many different goals <clears throat> Yeah, with the photo shoot. If it was like more for like a prep standpoint, I would say eat your food. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But obviously, like not everyone does a shoot to be lean. Yes, I completely, I completely agree with. Like I think um, Loz Vickers, she did a a a shoot and she was like, yeah, I saw that season. And I like I genuinely thought, wow, that's. I actually really appreciate that. And I think yeah. that's really ballsy because you you think of a photo shoot and you think you're classic female, skinny, yeah. lean, and, you know, completely doled up. But, like, for her, for example, that was completely out of her comfort zone. And I thought yeah. that was really good. And yeah. I generally, like, regardless of your goal, use the shoot maybe to put yourself out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Maybe that would be my next one. Yes, no, I agree. Right. So, okay. This is about prep. This is quite a long one. So you have to listen up. Right. First of all, do you girl do you girls suffer with food meltdowns during prep? Opening a food cupboard and losing your shit. How do you cope when this happens? And what are your tips to avoid this and to move forwards? Also, if food melt meltdowns during prep is inevitable what is the least worst thing to do on a meltdown so I think we should break that up into three parts yeah, I was gonna say do let's basically go do have we ever suffered with food meltdowns and prep 
it depends what you specify as meltdowns. Mm. My food focus is really, really high. But I never had a meltdown because I controlled what was in my cupboards. Mm. And I was very strong on knowing what I had to do and knowing that food wasn't anything to do with that. Me personally, I was very food focused in the sense where what I mean by that is the food that I had, leave me the fuck alone. Let me eat it. I'm hungry. Fuck off. Let me enjoy this food. Food focused where I watched maybe videos. No, I never did that because I knew that that would mess me up. But I was very much more like a pre. I would smell food and I would appreciate my friends going like, oh, it's really cool that you can have that. Like I would yeah. never have a meltdown about it because I knew what my goals were. And I knew yeah. personally, yeah. and I know people do have meltdowns, but I personally haven't. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially, like, obviously you were hungry, food focus was high, but there wasn't ever like an occasion where you were like, fuck it, I'm going to eat the cupboard. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I had a few 10 cow jellies. Yeah. Um, and I'd have loads of gum. Yeah. Um, and I'd have loads of Pepsi Max cherries. So my yeah. food was high, but I never had a meltdown. Did you, have you um, ever had a meltdown where you've just seen someone eat it and you've just gone, I just want it. Like, so my very, very first prep when I was, how old I just the prep. <laughs> the prep that wasn't the prep you know if you've watched the previous episode you'll have heard about it um but yeah that the disastrous prep basically where I shouldn't have prepped yes multiple meltdowns like should not have done that prep crying like this we should probably like do an, do an episode on like relationship with food at some point but just awful relationship with food like really struggling with binge eating um it's not something that I really like talk about that much anymore but I've really I had I really struggled with binge eating like the amount of food I would consume was ridiculous in in one sitting like ridiculous um so yeah at, at that first prep like I was massively overeating like binge eating and then eating like nothing for like the next day try and like compensate for it so yeah in that first prep yes I did have meltdowns but since then I spent like three years working on my relationship food like didn't diet like really sorted myself out basically and since then no I haven't like I'm the same as you like love food yes get very hungry but you just have to think if you are I genuinely think if you if you're kind of struggling that much in terms of maybe overeating it's probably not the right time to be doing a prep and potentially need to take some time to maybe build food up get a better relationship with food and things like that but I do think like like you said only having things in the house that you know are if you can that are in your like meal plan as such or whatever you have it in to try and make it as easy as possible and also accepting that you know you are going to be hungry there is going to be an element of food focus there because you like prolonged dieting yeah that's it yeah. like I think where I started prep I was sick of food like yeah. I've never ever and I'm very lucky I've never had an issue with food the only time I could actually probably say where <clears throat> I'd have where I would have food meltdowns is post-show yeah that's another that's another story but I can understand meltdowns and like yeah. stuff like that and then like I would never say I've been G because I know there's it's very specific. Yeah. It's a very people use it very loosely and yes. a lot of people, you know, get offended by people just saying it. I'm not saying I got into doing that and I'm not saying I had that, but I'm saying the aspect of binging and then restricting was definitely something that I found myself getting into. Yeah. Um, but I very quickly became honest with my coach and we kind of handled that. Yeah. I think when you're if you're opening your cupboards and losing your shit, I'm I don't know. I don't know by losing shit it means like eating everything in the cupboard or just like really struggling like emotionally. Either way, if you're living with housemates, family, maybe you've got kids. Obviously, we don't know the backstory. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you just need to put your food in a separate cupboard. Mm. Maybe you just need to have a separate shelf. And maybe because I'm, I was very lucky. I could control what was in my house. My housemate was dieting at the same time, so nothing was in the house that I couldn't eat. 
Um, it would just be me going to the shop and obviously I wasn't going to buy something I couldn't have. Yeah. But maybe just separating your food to their food might help you because then obviously you're not seeing their food. Um, and to kind of help you moving forward, I would probably, the only thing I can say in the nicest way possible, suck it up, buttercup, you're in a prep, you're going to be hungry, you just have to get through it. It's yeah. just, and in the nicest way possible. There's, 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 there's no prep hack apart. From, like people say, Pepsi Mac Cherry Diet Coke is a prep hack. It's not. It's just a filler. Baby spoons is not a prep hack. It just makes you eat a little bit slower. Like yeah. there's yeah. not really many prep hacks. You do generally like it. This drink doesn't stop me from being hungry. Yeah. I'm still hungry when I'm in a prep. You just have to think end game. Yeah. 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 Like, I'm sorry. Like, I can't give you any advice apart from move your food away from the cupboard and yeah. get on with it. Yeah. I think there's things you can do to make life a bit easier. Like you said, like, separate your food. If you are able to control the food you've got in your house, make your life easier. You know, make sure. I would... Yeah. Yeah. And also what I did, like when I was dieting, when I was living with my family, I would just not be in the room with them when they were eating the family meals. Because if I'm sat and there's a flipping spaghetti bolognese with cheese being cooked, I'm flipping salivating everywhere, you know, like, oh, my God, spaghetti <laughs> bolognese. it's left on the side. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, if you can separate yourself, like I just made sure, right, don't go in the kitchen when they're cooking, take myself away, go for a walk, come back and then make my own food and go and eat that separately. So at least I could have that like, you know, that separation. I think you want to make your environment as easy as you can for yourself to try and like, you know, make it. Because you basically want to like reduce the amount of willpower you've got to use because no one's got a lot unlimited willpower so make your life as easy as you can but I think like you said it's going to be hard there comes a time when you just have to think well you know what this is it if I want to prep and I want to get on stage like it is going to test you at times yeah you're going to get to that point whether you have nothing in your cupboards just your meals or whether you don't have a family let's say you live on your own like you're going to get to the, you could quite literally go to the shop and buy whatever you want. Like you said, you just have to have the willpower mm. and it's hard. And I can appreciate that. And I know that, mm. but it's a prep. What did you expect? Yeah. And you know what? I think <clears throat> I had days even on my last prep when I was like, it was really hard, like mentally. And like, I did have, you know the odd cry every so often and I was like oh my god I can't do this anymore like I'm so hungry like I'm so tired but at the end of the day you have your meltdown you pick yourself up you dust yourself off and you just get on with it if you really want to do it yeah and also be honest with your coach as well how you coach how you feeling just say to just say to your mate or your family or your husband or whatever I'm having a shit day and I need to talk to someone and just make your mind busy or just go into your bed and cry either one yeah one of them works (laughs) it's hard isn't it I think honestly I think it's mentally sometimes like so so testing and I think even the people who are at the top of the game are going to have days where they like really struggle as well but I think you know you either kind of get your hair down and crack on and kind of you know suck it up or you think okay actually you know what I'm maybe not in a position to do this right now it's not the right time or actually I'm really not enjoying this because I think if you have more days then when you're not enjoying it than when you are you've got to really question as to whether it's the right thing for you to do as well yeah and is it the right time because a lot of the time people rush into it yeah yeah 100 right let's go on to the next question my question or your question oh sorry got sidetracked um Sorry for the sniffles, guys, as well. I've got that really disgusting cold that's going around. I tried to get all my sniffles in before, but... And it is very attractive. (laughs) This is a funny one. Could you do a dirty bulk where you're 30 kg over stage weight if it meant you won everything? So let's just clarify. Dirty bulk, basically, like, eating as much as you can, getting a bit on the chunky side to try and... Yeah, 30 kg that's like that's a lot of weight yeah uh are you joking come on I did that in my first prep I did I was okay maybe it wasn't 30 kg but I lost like 20 I lost like 20 kilo 
I, I'd 100% do How that. How many pounds is that? How many pounds is 30 kilograms? That's like 60 pounds. So um, it's like 65 is enough. No, 66 pounds. That is a lot of weight. I would. Yeah, of course I would. I would weigh like 200 kilos. No, 200 pounds, not 200 kilos. I was like, um, 200 pounds. I would weigh like 200 pounds. Yeah, to be honest, like, I think I say I would do it. I'd probably find it hard, but like, I'm quite good at eating. Eating, but also kind of like not looking at my physique for yeah. what it is. Yeah. Like, I, I can, I can, in and off season, I'm very much like, la, 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 la. I think I'm skinny yeah. when I'm not. Like, because I've always been, I've always been a skinny girl. So I just always think that I'm skinny. And like, I just always love the off season because I have a big bum. Yeah. So for me, like, I probably struggle a little bit because, you know, 30 kilos is a lot. But yeah. I'd do it. If that meant that I made the progress that I needed to to win, yeah. then how, yeah. yeah. Yes, I'm doing that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I could suck it up short term, especially because, like... Come on, if you can I win everything, you would do it. If someone... Yeah, if it meant that I was going to make more progress, yeah, I would do it. 100%. Easy, 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 easy. Okay. That was a good cue. Um, right. Okay, so... This is a bit of a story time. Um, it wants for tips. Okay, so this person said, when I competed for the first time, I could, um, and this is her only time so far, I could not stop shaking. It never happened when I practiced or leading up to the show. Um, but when I stepped on stage, I instantly got uncontrollable sh- shakes that worsened when I tried to pose, which made me wobble. Um, it affected everything. Any tips to help? I've got loads of tips. Loads okay. of tips. You go first. First of all, you, by that, I'm assuming when you practice, you practiced on your own or with a select few amount of people that you trusted and that you didn't feel embarrassed about with who's watching you pose. Now, I say to all of my clients, put yourself out your comfort zone before you step on stage do not stay and pose in your house go from posing in your house and getting comfortable with your posing and learning how to pose then start posing in the middle of the gym then start posing in a bikini maybe not in the middle of the gym but maybe in like a public studio where someone may accidentally walk in or whatever then go into a group posing session. And this is where I get my goals. And a lot, I specifically, I don't know about other posing coaches, but I specifically um, mm. will get my girls to pose on their own whilst the other girls are watching because it puts them under pressure and yeah. it gets you to understand some sort of pressure that you could feel on show day. And then go to a stage workshop where there will be loads of girls and you will be in your bikini. You will be posing in front of people. Put yourself in uncomfortable positions because if you are that naive where you feel confident posing in the mirror on your own, but don't think you're not going to be nervous when there's hundreds of people watching, you've got something coming for you because no matter how seasoned you are, I can guarantee you most competitors get nervous. But you Yeah, just- everyone gets a bit nervous, don't they? But you've just got to prepare. There's no real way to prepare you. There's no real way to prepare you. It's as simple as that. But can you kind of learn from how you felt from group posing sessions and posing in the gym and getting yeah. used to it? Yes, you will get better at it each time. So the more times you can do it, the better. That would be my first move. Yeah, I agree. And obviously take, um, it's obviously kind of nerve related, isn't it? But I think just cut yourself a bit slack if it's your first time, first time competing. Obviously it's all, it's all new. Like you're going to be nervous. I remember the first time I competed, I was literally walking on stage thinking, what on earth am I doing? Oh my God. I, she said uncontrollable shakes. I had the shakes. Like I was so like genuinely so stompy on my feet. Like if, for example, a lot of people would come up to me from my first show and say like, your posing was immaculate. It was really, really, really good. But then Beth and Tom, who had seen my posing like every single day for like the last five weeks, was like, wow, what the fuck? Like you were nervous. Like what the hell? Because they knew what my full potential was. And I didn't show that on stage because I was so nervous. 
you just but then when I came on stage again for the overall they were like it was like someone completely different yeah yeah like, like you loved it up there like it looked you looked great like you looked yes. like you enjoyed it and the first time you step on stage the first time you do anything come on tell me you're not nervous yeah there's gonna be nerves you're gonna be nervous and yeah. you can't stop wobbles you just have to put yourself in a situation yeah. where you're doing something similar so you can understand how you're gonna feel yeah. understand that you've almost you can say I've done this in front of yeah. women already what's another hundred yeah it's like damage limitation essentially <laughs> yeah literally, yeah. literally but I promise you every seat like you go on stage for the first time you're going to be nervous and I say this to all my clients please do not expect to go on stage and pose perfectly I'm I was like, I'm going to be honest with you you're going to fuck up you're going to you're gonna have a little wobble yeah you're gonna fuck up you're gonna get something wrong you're gonna get the routine wrong you're gonna glute pop up the wrong time but who's gonna know all I say is fake it till you make it plaster a smile on your face and no one will know the difference because no one did with me yeah I remember when I did my routine and I literally got half the I was like can't remember the next bit so I just winged the last half and you know what no no one knows <laughs> yeah literally me apart from I just stood there like this and I think quite a few people knew because I was like <laughs> what and then I just did this and then turned around <laughs> but yeah, yeah it's, it's all good it just just I think people expect it on first timers shows anyway as well but again it's do it practice makes perfect practice makes perfect in the sense of practice in front of people that make your company yes right another question yeah this one kind of relates actually have you ever had a problem handling backstage pressure you know what pca shows i think are lovely and I say yeah i agree i say if you genuinely want to have a really good first show experience you want to have fun yeah. You have nice people surrounded by you. You want a well-run federation. I promise you now, you won't find anything better than PCA. It's fun. It's got good music, well-run. Backstage is fabulous. People yeah. are genuinely nice. The people who work for PCA are genuinely nice. Yeah, agree. Like, genuinely, I've not had a bad experience because I've only competed right. with PCA. But yeah. I've with other federations and I wouldn't... If that was the case, then I would just know that that federation is probably not for me or I would find a way around it. Yeah, yeah. The only one that I got really, really, I kind of got 10 minutes before when I was literally pumping up and I was like, what on earth am I doing? And I literally had a mini meltdown. Will always takes a piss out of it for me because it was like, Leah, you were like, went on a mad one and started trying to pump up with like 10 kg dumbbells doing like squats and shit because I think it just like went to my head. But you know, because in the pump up area at universe, you could see the stage yes yeah and it was yeah. category before and I was like oh and then I saw someone get moved up to my category and I was like oh my god like what am I doing I'm not ready for this category yeah and, that yeah. Meltdown. and then they tried to put me in the wrong in the wrong height class and that just tipped me over the edge <gasps> oh so stuff can go wrong but this is why you have people around you to go yo oh, it's cool yeah Will was like yeah chill out you're fine <laughs> like just you've done it now you're here like come yeah. On, let's go. yeah to be honest um wait hold on yeah I've not had a bad experience so yeah. I can't really question on that and if you have then maybe just don't speak to certain people that who don't who aren't kind to you that's all I would say some people are just some people I've had there are obviously a few people I think who are more like please don't talk to me like I just can't control I can't handle yeah talking to you and being nice to you and that's why you've got to respect that like some people are like that I feel yeah. like with men it's different with men it's very hostile for the majority I would assume from what I've heard yeah. because they're very more like oh I'm the man like, <laughs> girls like we were literally backstage and we were just like all, like all chatting yeah all- girls are proper friendly aren't they yeah I think so 100% okay should we do like one more each yeah yeah okay so I have actually quite a good one as well because I feel okay. like I'm going through it too any tips for the skinny fat scenario 
I am nine weeks out and trying to keep as much muscle tissue as possible, but I know losing it is inevitable. Any tips to make this a little, as little as possible while leaning out? Now, if people don't know, skinny fat is basically where you diet down, um, you flatten out so your muscles don't look as full and you kind of just look like you don't train. Yeah, I was literally just going to say you have to go through this like fluffy phase in the middle of prep where you start getting lean. You're not quite like lean, lean yet, but you're like lost like your muscle fullness. So you kind of look like a little cloud. Yeah. (laughs) And you're just like, am I am I actually do I look worse than the start? Because your fullness is gone, but you're not lean and you're in this weird like middle ground and prep. Oh, and it's like, did I even train? (laughs) Yeah. So you just have to crack on because as soon as you push through that phase you'll start seeing the lines come through. But I think what a lot of people do is they think, oh my God, I'm getting flat. I need to like carb up. And then they carb up and then you just never get through that like middle phase. Yeah. Like you've just got to, you've just got to, like it's going to happen, but you just got to yeah. keep pushing, pushing and pushing and pushing. Just listen to your coach. Just You'll look thick when you get lean. Listen to your coach. But in terms of like um, any tips on making, like losing muscle as little as possible, uh, what would you say? So I just think as long as you are still training hard and pushing yourself, you're going to be limiting, um, obviously, like any potential muscle breakdown. So obviously strength does tend to, you know, drop off a little bit as you get into the latter stages of prep, which is like inevitable as your food drops and things like that. But I just think as long as you are going in and training with a decent intensity, you're probably not going to lose muscle tissue realistically like it's relatively difficult to lose muscle tissue once you have it unless you just like stop training so I just think you're probably not losing as much muscle tissue as what you think as long as you're still training at a decent intensity you're just flatter yeah but I just want to specify what Leah said the latter end of prep like the latter end of prep is when your training should probably be at its worst what frustrates me the most is when people start prep and instantly their training goes down the gutter and it's like nah that's mm. that's not what should happen yeah. like it's all mental game yeah train hard you stick to plan I don't think you lose as much muscle as you think that you do because prep isn't just dieting prep is about a balance of getting lean enough but bringing fullness then getting lean again bringing full like there's so many other elements to a prep that it's not just a diet like it's not it's not just a diet um and I think if you have given yourself a long amount let's say for example it also depends on the time frame of your prep if you um do a really 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 long prep and you're in a deficit for so 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 long and you are ridiculously stage lean for like a really long period yeah. of time, then there's really not much you can do like yeah. you're in yeah. a deficit for that long like it's that's when it's inevitable yeah but if you are prepping let's say for 20 weeks and you know you do for one show and then maybe like two weeks later do another one and then maybe another one that isn't really that bad that that's not like that's what yeah. maybe like 25 30 weeks in a prep yeah. like yeah. that isn't really that bad because you've got to remember like the first 10 maybe 12 weeks of that it is it's not really like you're not really that yeah your training yeah. should be really really high at high standard and stuff so yeah. I think stop overthinking it I think you just because but clearly you're going through the skinny fat phase scenario so you feel like you're smaller but yeah. you're probably just in your own head yeah and I also think as well I remember going back to my last prep I was still getting stronger for the first at least the first half of my prep, I think up to about seven or eight weeks out, I was still getting stronger. And then only certain lifts dropped off me, like all my pressing dropped off a bit, but I was still getting stronger until, you know, maybe 70% of the way through. And, you know, you can still technically build muscle if you're still progressing. So I think don't, don't automatically think start prep strength's going to drop because it doesn't. I hate when people do that. Like I genuinely just think that's no, I'm sorry, that shouldn't be happening. It shouldn't be happening. End of. Right, last question of the day. Okay, last question of the day is, I'm going to do one on this because I think this is actually a really good topic. Um, Oh, where are we? Your advice on clothing around off-season, into prep, etc., and vice versa. So I think this is basically meaning 
from a like bodybuilding perspective going from like smaller like prep size to like off season size because obviously there's a lot of changes within like clothing sizes I think advice is in like what to do how to handle it that sort of thing um I think one of my first advices would be from loss from being lean to gaining weight I think for me for me personally (laughs) Taking away a visual look whilst you're training will only benefit you. Purely based off the fact that there's mirrors everywhere. And if you are thinking about how you look and how your body looks whilst you train, your training probably isn't going to be as good because you're self-conscious, you don't feel comfortable. Personally, for me, in an off-season, to be fair, I still wear crop tops and leggings. Like, I just do because... I just have that mindset where I just don't care. Yeah. Uh, but I know that a lot of people, I know sometimes when I'm feeling a bit, you know, woof, um, I will just take away the visual aspect and yeah. I'll live my day as it is. Like just walking a baggy tea or something. Yeah. If I was if I was 10 pounds heavier right now, but I had this jumper on, this same jumper, you wouldn't know. And I feel like when I'm feeling self-conscious in the gym, it's because I may be wearing something really tight and I've not got anything to yeah. cover it. And then that's when I'm like, I'm so conscious. I'm looking at myself in the mirror all the time and I'm not yeah, yeah. my lift or my training session. So I, if you just take that mm-hmm. away, you'll soon then, you'll soon start to become more kind of confident. I think with time, I think people yeah, just understand time. You're not going to... You, you it's basically like you need time to heal and you need time to adjust and I think people yeah. try and think oh um I'm gonna go from being really really lean to being really really soft and I'm gonna be okay with it I promise yeah, you it, it does take time, time. it takes yeah. time and it takes time to get used to I agree and I also think just bear in mind bodybuilding is extremes right so you it's there's no happy ticking along content middle ground it's either okay weeks of each phase (laughs) yeah literally but it's either extremes as in you feel a bit uncomfortable because maybe you're pushing that upper limit in terms of building muscle you may be gaining a bit of body fat or extremes as in you feel a bit like haggard and very very lean and I think it's just that is just part of the sport right it's not it's not comfortable it's not comfortable is it you're always pushing that that limit so I think it's accepting that that is what the sport is like and also that looking at it from like a clothing wardrobe perspective like I don't fit in the same clothes all year round I can't fit in my clothes that I bought when I went on holiday after prep like I've got one of them you know those tops what tie in the middle right and they like go over your boobs and they tie and then they hang down it fit me so nice it was like a nice little gentle gap like lovely really like floaty tried it on the other day literally the bits went over my nipples like this and there was like this much string and I was like okay I can't wear that anymore (laughs) yeah I have literally two different wardrobes because I like I put my baggy jeans on the other day, baggy. I couldn't even get them over my bum, right? So I think it's just like I just laugh. I'm like, huh, great. Put on the next, put on a pair of stretchy trousers instead. Because I just think like if you're doing bodybuilding and you want to go through this process, you're not gonna fit in the same clothes all year round. You're not gonna be the same size all year round. And it's like, it's fine. At the end of the day, like yeah I know you have to buy a bit more maybe branch out on your wardrobe but you're probably going to have to have different size clothes depending on where you're at you know and there's nothing wrong with going out and buying the next couple of sizes up because you're trying to build muscle like it's a size at the end of the day so I think like I wear I know when when I'm in off season when I go out I don't really wear jeans and like tight tops I'll wear like like flare leg like joggery trousers you know or like straight leg trousers or you know stuff that I just feel that isn't like really tight and digging in because it just makes me feel a bit more comfortable yeah I definitely feel like shopping is my enemy because that is when I do feel yeah I'm most emotional because it used to be so easy for me uh, Mm. to just go to the shop but not because I was fat, not because I'm fat. I never think I'm ever fat. I never think I am like, obviously when I'm on period, maybe I feel bloated, but I'm quite, I'm quite self-confident. Yeah. But because of the muscle, I think one thing you've also got to pay attention to is like, it's not just because you're fat, you're growing muscle. Yeah. Like You're yeah. growing muscle. So like, for example, I can't fit into any jeans that will fit around my waist and my quads. And yeah. it's not because I'm fat, it's because it's just how my physique is and it's not normal. Yeah. So 
it's yeah you one thing I would say is leggings are your best friend leggings and elasticated bottoms are your best friend and when you get stage lean you're gonna have to buy new clothes anyway because you just turn inside out like it is what it is in your off season and to be fair in in your prep anyway like you'll still wear your baggy stuff that you wore but it's just you know you it's it's knowing that the 12 to 15 doesn't mean that you're fat yeah mean because your lats are bigger it could also mean that your quads are big it could also mean this and that like I can't fit into a size eight top anymore not because I'm fat I don't hold anything in my midsection and I'm not particularly broad but it's because where I've built muscle in certain areas I just them and I'm okay with that <laughs> yeah like I'm I'm a, I'm a size 12 right like at the minute and I'm I'm like I've gone up to a size 12 in my last like off season and um I never like when I was younger I never would have been I would have been like oh my god like that's like to me when I was like a six to eight when I was like late teens I'd have been like oh my god like yeah. I'm never gonna be a size 12 and now I'm like actually you know what I don't really care like it's a it's just a number on a clothing label so I just think getting close yeah yeah, as long as you feel good, get clothes that fit. Yeah, accept that if you're bodybuilding, you're probably going to have to have different wardrobes depending on where you're at with your, with your goals. Um, bit of extra money, but, you know, hey-ho. All my gym stuff did actually fit me through, like, prep and off-season because obviously it's stretchy, but I did yeah, have to get... stuff, yeah. Yeah, I did have to get rid of some of my, like, leggings and my shorts because I just, they were, like, digging in and they were, then I was getting, like, rolls overhanging and I was like, I think I just need to, like, size up on the leg in front. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to accept defeat, but... Just take it for what it is and just, you know, just kind of try and not display any sort of like connection or feelings towards a number. Like as long as you, if it's you, who fucking cares? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. So that is today's episode. That flew. I know. I literally oh was my God. Time and I was like, I can't believe what time it is right now. Um, But that was today's episode. I hopefully answered a few of your questions and hopefully gave you a bit more of an insight as to kind of what you should expect, some advice and everything like that. But hopefully you guys have enjoyed it. Please do not um, forget to tag us in some stories if you are watching it, because we would obviously love to show our appreciation for if you are listening to it via whether that be Shopify, uh, Shopify, Spotify, or YouTube. Um, so thank you so much for listening, guys. Yeah, thank you. And we'll be back next week. We will be back next week. See you soon. Bye.